Hey, the Oracle Alliance. This is not Pastor Brian. This is Asa, um, as Brian and his family are away on this deeper and wider podcast. It is Wednesday. It is the 20-something. I don't know. 20th. My days it's don't work. The 21st. 21st, yeah. It's the 21st. Oh, it is the 21st. Yeah. It's the 20-something. Uh, so I'm here, and we have a, a little smaller team today. We have Jonas over here again. That's me. And Taylor. Here I am. Here I am, yeah. So we are, again, we are in the third uh, week of the deeper and wider, uh, I'm sorry, the third week of the Demonstrating the Gospel uh, practice series. And so we are jumping into this next section about the Holy Spirit, which is like, how do you talk about the Holy Spirit? Again, I feel like I'm having flashbacks from the Trinity uh, Dance of God series that like, this is just way too big for, for us to talk about. Um, so I'm actually going to let Taylor uh, kind of kick off here uh, as far as some thoughts. And she is laughing so hard and saying, what are you doing? Or if Taylor would rather, I can, I can also start. I was going to say, I'm, like I said, during the first service when you were preaching, and, and you just said it too, like the Lord caught my attention on something and I went on this whole other path. And so I'm trying to even remember <laughs> what all you were saying. Well, what was the path? I mean, that, hey, that, that's totally fine. We're going to break all kinds of rules. Brian's not here, so we're going to break rules. Well, <laughs> in fact, Brian well, taught me. Brian taught me how to break rules. So. I, I'm not a rule breaker. Ah. That's not what I do. Do you remember the springboard at least? Um, for me, it was the idea of. I think it was your question. I don't remember when it was, but you said about um, will we allow the Holy Spirit to move us from fear to mission? Yeah. And it it it's this process that the that the Lord has had me on and revealing to me where there's fear in my heart and where specifically regarding my calling and mm. if I will actually surrender fear to him to allow him to use me in the way that he wants to. Because mm. what I what I realized after I spoke at IV this past week with Beth and Jonas, uh, and I was not happy with the way that it went. I mean, I think it went fine, but I, I taught better lessons or shared sure. better stories, whatever. Yeah. And as I was processing through it, and struggling because I was like, I don't think everybody says I have a teaching gift. I don't think I have a teaching gift. Like this is just frustrating, and I'm trying to ask the Lord to help me and rely on Him. Yeah. Um, and I was processing it with Carlos, and he was like, Well, Taylor, like, how if you're denying this gift that the Lord has given you, and then all of a sudden you want His help with it, like, how how do you think that works? And so then I was <laughs> That's like, a Good question, yeah. Oh man, that cuts so deep. And so just wrestling through like. Am, what am I? What fears am I holding on to, and what things am I holding yeah. on to that's actually preventing the Lord from working out His will and calling in my life? And will I actually surrender those things to allow myself to be used to the capacity that the Lord wants me to be used? Yeah. And then I went into this whole like identity and like what's the Lord saying to me and how's yeah. the Holy Spirit moving and like all of that stuff. And I want to make it very clear that is okay. Uh, I know you know that, but I'm just for the sake of everyone listening that. Yeah. If the Lord is is taking one thing and directing you to go a completely different direction, follow him. Mm-hmm. I mean, praise God we have YouTube and recordings. You can go back True. and listen to it later, right? True. If God's leading you down a path, then take it. And I love how you're talking about the fear specifically as it relates to your calling because yeah. and that's not just as you know, you're you are the youth pastor sure. or the pastor of student, student discipleship. discipleship. Yes, yes. The, the fancy pants term. Um but that could be for any area of your life. That right. could be for anyone here. Like, yes. there's always this. I feel like there's always this fear that is at the uh, lurking around the corner. Yes. Like, what do you, you know? Are you gonna 
you, can you really do this? Like, come right. on, are you really going to be able to teach the Bible? Are you right. really able to handle right. this situation? Yeah. It's, and I think that was the bigger thing. It's less like my calling into my role vocationally as youth pastor and mm-hmm. more like, no, Taylor, this is the kind of person I've created you to be mm-hmm. with these kinds of gifts. And I've kind of put like stiff arm the Lord because I'm like, I don't know that I want that. Like, I don't think that I want you to use me that way. And yeah. then I'm like, <sighs> I don't. And then I'm asking for his help when, when I'm asked to step into things and he's like, well, you keep telling me no. Wow. This is like back and forth game that I didn't realize I was playing. So wow. yeah, it's, I mean, I know no one, we have this thing where we do hand gestures that you can't see oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on here, but it's like, you know, when someone like stiff puts their hand like yeah, a stiff arm, right. but then like behind the stiff arm is like saying, come here, come here, come right, here at right. the same time. Like, uh, like I need like, your help, but no, I don't want it. I don't but. want it. Man, I'm glad that you said that because I think that many of us can relate to that. Like we want, like there's part of us that wants it. There's mm-hmm. part of us that really wants to be faithful. I can think of like the disciples trying to stay up with Jesus. And, like mm-hmm. we want to, and mm-hmm. then they're they're knocked out cold. Like, yeah. well, the spirit's willing, but the, the flesh is weak. So yeah. I think Jesus mm-hmm. definitely understands that. Mm-hmm. Human, and for me, human frailty. Yeah, for for me, so much of it goes back to fear. Like. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of fears that we don't need to talk about now. I'm sure <laughs> like, we have a meeting tomorrow. I mean, I'm sure have, I'll cry about it tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, we can do it now. It's fine. We can have our no, one right no, now. No, no, no. That's fine. But yeah, just like fear, fear of man, fear of myself and my own criticism, fear mm. of getting it wrong, but like all kinds of things. And am I willing to humble myself before the Lord and recognize, no, I can't do it. And it may be different than what I thought or what I want. Mm. I am not the reigning king at all. Right. And so will I actually submit myself to his authority and his plan? Wow. Yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to. Like, will, what will we do? I mean, we, we can yeah. dance around it all day long. Right. And to some degree, we might have to, to understand our own hearts a little bit mm-hmm. better. But it comes down to a, a very simple question that has to be asked at some point. Are you, mm-hmm. are you willing or not? Yeah. Um, for every Every single instance, right? Are you willing mm-hmm. to take this step? Are you willing to take that step? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. What are you thinking over there, Jonas? <clears throat> well, um, other than agreeing with you guys, I do have one <laughs> thing that um, you uh, you made a statement that I agree with. Um, but it was <laughs> I, I hear hesit- I hear hesitancy. I'm so it, excited. No, it was it was it was bold. It was it was bold um, when you said, um, and I don't know if you're quoting someone or if you. You said, I was just remembering that you said, um, the Holy Spirit inside us is greater than the Jesus inside oh, us. That was the yeah. subtitle to J.D. Greer's book, oh, okay. um, Jesus Continued, which yeah. is, uh, like, I, and I'll, I'll reiterate, it's a very easy read, and especially for someone who's not a great reader such as myself. So I would certainly recommend it. But the subtitle of that book was provocative, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but I would totally agree. In fact, in the past I've tried to explain, because... I've had students ask in years gone by, um, why, why did the Holy Spirit have to come? Jesus said, I must go and send the Holy Spirit to you. Yeah. And, and I said, well, how weird would it have been if they were sitting around the table post-resurrection and Jesus stepped into Taylor and then I said, but wait, I want you, Jesus. Right. And then was he supposed to like clone himself yeah, in front yeah. of all of us and step into all of us? Wait a second. You yeah. know, I mean, it sounds so bizarre, but... But I think um, 
the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. And yes, Jesus could do that. And yes, he does do that through the Spirit. Right. They are one. Sure. But I think for our sake, it just works better. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, I don't know the whole nuance of why God did it that way. I don't. Mm-hmm. But, but for my mind, that makes a lot more sense. And so when yeah. you read that subtitle, I was like, huh. Because so often, even, I was walking through that. And I think that may be where I got lost. And I'm going to ask you to re-preach this point in a second. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, I got lost because um, I started going down this path of how often do I pray more about Jesus walking beside me mm-hmm. or me walking beside him than remembering that the Holy Spirit is inside me. Uh, literally inside That the yeah. power that I need is right mm-hmm. in me. And I'm just wanting to pal around with Jesus, which is great. It is. But what I really need is the empowerment that comes through his spirit that he gave me. Yeah. That he died to give me. And Mm -hmm. so so that was that was a pretty and I I, I was trying to think where I got lost on this first point, you know. So yeah. But yeah, that I think that the um when you talk about the the seeing almost the tangible nature of Jesus versus the less tangible uh, teaching of the spirit, right. at least mm-hmm. as far as like physicality goes. It feels so ethereal. Uh, it does. It feels mm-hmm. ethereal, right? So, I mean, almost like I can, I think we can identify with the disciples. I mean, the disciples were, especially, I mean, Thomas gets a bad rap. Uh, and for oh. whatever, fine, fair enough. You know, like, I won't believe unless I see it. Well, that's the same thing. Like, he's he, one of my favorites. He's like, I, I want to go. And the disciples were f- kind of losing their sauce. Like, oh my gosh, where is he going? Like, yeah. are you kidding? Where are you going? What's the? I don't know how to get there. What's the way? You know, and and then even before the, uh, I think this is the the verse that often is not attached to the Great Commission, but should be, is the verse prior that says they met him on the mountain and some doubted. Mm-hmm. So and then that's those are the people that Jesus gave the commission to. So like, I love to see how Jesus is understanding and tender towards this. Like I believe, help my unbelief, but that kind of yeah. tense. I want to. I think I want to see it, but. But then what did what did Jesus say to Thomas? Like you saw and believed. Mm-hmm. Blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe. So to your point, when you were saying that it's you're not sure why God did it this way, like apparently he thinks it's better. Like you're happy, you're blessed, you are right. it is actually mm-hmm. better for your soul if I leave. Um, mm. which is so doesn't make sense, right? right, in, right. In, in our thinking. But yeah, so counterintuitive. It just yeah. but it's so good. It is, yeah. Well, and, and then there's the other. Then there's the more devious side of that same thing, where you want to, you want to see it, which is when Jesus says to the leaders, right? A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, mm-hmm. yeah, but they weren't looking for that tangibility to have faith. They were looking for that tangibility to like right. discredit, almost to prove. Oh, I see, you can't really do it. Hmm. Right. So I think that's where the fear comes in. Right. What if this is all like nonsense? What yeah. if I'm not really called? What right. if? What if, what if, what if? Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So you, a listener to podcast, what is your what if? What's my what if? Like, yeah. what, if, what if it's not all okay? What if this, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what are our deep-seated doubts that we would never proclaim in church? Yeah. Right? Like, because they're there. We can yeah. ignore them. Yeah, 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 we can totally ignore it and pretend like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Or we can say, yeah, I'm really wrestling with this or str- struggling with my calling or struggling with this. And I'm going to come back to mine in a minute. Oh, yeah. Because God really did hit me. But, but I wanted you, this leads perfectly oh, into... Good. The first point of this okay. fear is addressed by showing. Like, help me yeah. walk me through that because I did. I checked out for that clearly. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, right. that that point. Um, yeah, fear is addressed by showing, and I think this is. 
a, a summary of a yeah. lot of my own journey kind of came through this was um, like, like, again, not the tangibility because Jesus is clearly ascended to the Father at this point mm-hmm. in history, but to reflect on how has God loved me? How, let me fix my eyes. That, the song that the worship team played, like, turn your eyes upon Jesus, yeah. like, mm-hmm. full, right? Like, yeah. like, look at him. Yeah. Like, look when, when he, uh, you know, um, earlier in chapter 20 in John, uh, in John, he, uh, he, of course, he raises from the dead, and, and then he meets Mary. Mary isn't sure; it's, thinks it's the gardener, and you know, then he just says one word: he says Mary, and she's like, "Oh, oh my gosh, this is amazing!" Like, she how much it, it wrapped she knew up his in. voice. Yes, oh my she gosh, knew his voice. As soon as, oh yeah, right. So when I say showing, I mean like in a in a broad yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm showing you myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. showing up in a life that you you, you you're just gonna just blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a that time when you start to realize that the that the good news of Jesus is utterly life-changing. Yeah. Mm. And that does I mean think about it. If we stayed there, if we stayed in that place of showing. Mm. I'm calling it showing as like a broad term. If we stayed in that place, we would never sin. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right? Like yeah. why do we sin? Well, among other reasons, we leave Mm-hmm. In, a, in a sense I mean, I'm using the air quotes that no one can see mm-hmm. yeah, we're like leaving the presence of Jesus right in that sense and so we start to believe something else is better or whatever you're filling the, filling the blank right I mean and that's why you read all through the Psalms like seek my face like yes. seek the Lord seek the fear of the Lord is the beginning of like it's all like if we're so transfixed on his face all the other things fall away like, it's bizarre how that happens. It's like, amazing. Everything, yeah, but of course we don't, but I think that's part of the, the any rule of life or anything like that yeah. is to say, like, no, just just look at Jesus. Right. And sometimes that's through his words. Sometimes that's through fasting. Sometimes right. that's through, like, the Lenten season is great for that. Yeah. And sometimes it's just literally sit there and do nothing. Yeah. Right. With me. I, I, I keep going back <laughs> to it. Like, you've forever made a thing in my mind now where you said, like, we waste time Taylor, you said this to me. You said, we waste time with our friends. Why would we oh, not waste time with Jesus? Yeah. Which, ironically, is not wasted time. Right, exactly. It's like, one of my favorite things to do. Like, what am I doing? Nothing. But Jesus is here, so... Right. Like, it, but it feels so unproductive. Okay, now, I, I just know. want to stop for a second. <laughs> oh, no, no Joe's no. going to rain on our oh, parade. No, 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 no. I, I, I just want you to recognize how much you've just said, Jesus is, Jesus is, Jesus is. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Well, how, no, that's on purpose, often, though. I, I understand. I get it. But, but the reality is, do I even have to wait? The mm. Spirit is in me. Literally, It's yeah. just that I don't recognize. How often do I not appropriate the gift yeah. that's been given? And His Spirit is a gift. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, what an incredible thing, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's mm. for me. I, I chase Jesus a lot. And I forget the gift He gave me. He mm. sealed me. He gave me confidence that yeah. one day, through His Spirit, you know what I mean. His Spirit is the seal. It's boom, you know. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful. And I and I'm like, why do I neglect this incredible gift? This incredible power that you know. And He's not just power. He's alive, person, the same as yeah. Jesus, you know. And so it's what. And not that they aren't one. And I know that's for us. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's easier. Our mind so goes to. It's easier for us because you know Jesus. Thank goodness, incarnated. You know, yeah. he he, <laughs> he he put on skin and yeah. and and walked this planet like us. And 
And so, you know, for us, that's, it's easier for us to think about him, I think. But yeah. I, I'm trying to very much get my head around this lately and just remembering that his spirit is with me all the time. Mm. You know? um, we sing, you know, uh, be careful little eyes what you see, you know, for the father up above is looking down with love. You know, okay, we think about the father seeing and we think about Jesus walking with us. Mm. The spirit is in me he's in us yeah. and it's getting closer no and so it's like he's not looking for me to do wrong he's trying to help me do right he's yeah. trying to help me live out that life and that same thing like i, I was talking with joyce you know um, my mother-in-law and obviously we're having some incredible end of life conversations and hmm. and we were talking about yeah. um she was sharing about different things that you know she's leaving and she's trying to uh, give things to people to, to remember and yeah. to help, you know, point. And I said, you know, Joyce, I don't need anything else. I said, the one thing that you gave me was Jesus. You gave, oh, you gave me the gift of eternal life, <laughs> you know? And, and like that moment, like you were talking about in that moment of my life, if I could have stayed in that presence, there was no greater repentant moment of my life. Right. I turned away from everything and turned to God and I wanted to follow the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and I was in it. Uh, and now, like when I stop and think about it, like I'm not out of that moment. Yeah. I just forget. Yeah. And if I remember, so yeah, that was powerful. And that led me to what hammered me at the end of the message, you know. Um, the question, you know, Taylor shared uh, about. Um, the question about um, will you transition? Yeah, will you will transition? transition? Yeah. yeah. For me, the the question that hit me was, what are you afraid of losing? Yeah. By following the Spirit, and uh, and for me, you know, I I I seldom go to the altar. Um, that sounds mm -hmm. awful. I go to the altar to pray with other people a lot, um, and I talk to God a lot during yeah. sermon, you know, <laughs> yeah. during messages and things. But but um, the other day, I it, he drove me to the altar mm. because the very issue that I'm afraid of is control, yeah. which comes back to pride. It comes back to my way. And, and I, I want to control my own sanctification. Oh yeah. You know, and yeah. I want to, I want to be in control and I don't, I don't ever really think of it that way until those moments when he stops me. Yeah. And so you ask that question, what are, what am I afraid of? And I was like, Lord, what, what am I afraid of? Yeah. And I mean, it was as strong as anything, the word control mm -hmm. and, and, and it was like he said, even now, you're afraid to go kneel. Wow, even, like, even using that physical yeah. act as an example. Like, yeah. you, you know, you want to determine how you're going to follow me. Mm. And it was powerful. And it was, it was in that moment, you know, I was like, wow, Lord. You know, I, and, I, and I went up and I prayed and I talked to him. And, um, you know, I could have done that in my seat. Sure. On my stool in the back of church. And yeah. I could have, I could have, but, but he asked me to do that. And what was really wild is, and what happens to me often is in those moments, then I begin to intercede for my brothers and sisters mm, yeah. because I'm like, Lord, I pray that everyone in this room could hear from you the very thing that keeps us from fully surrendering yeah. our lives to you because you do want to bring gladness. Your presence does and your gladness sends us into mission and, yeah, yeah. and, it, and it's so good. And when we neglect the presence that we're called into, you know, that, mm. that, whew, anyway, yeah. That was good stuff. Was really that fear good stuff. I feel like I've been asking that question at the end of every time I preach. <laughs> is what are you afraid of losing? And maybe that's just what God's working on me with primarily, but 
Um, I don't know. It's because I mean, for me, it's the same thing. Like learning, still learning the ropes of a new life. Mm. Largely, I think we will be for a while. But the the control, insofar as like I, I want to make sure that I have, you know, a balanced amount of time here in this arena at home or with like some of the more I'll say like worky parts of pastoring and yeah. then some of the more people side of of uh, pastoring and then relationships in york county that i'm starting to develop like I'm, i try to like how, how do i think these should be ordered and <laughs> and while i think that can be good and i want it to be or as the lord directs i think sometimes i, t- I try to take control because then i can i feel like it's that same feeling have you ever been to go into a meeting and you're not prepared and like everyone else has all the stuff they're supposed to have, and you have no clue. Like you didn't even look at it. You just woke up. <laughs> like no, I, I have no idea. What you have you're talking no about. idea. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that, and it is horrible feeling for, yeah. for yeah. What, no matter what your personality is. You're like, oh shoot, like mm-hmm. my time's coming. Like I think I have that same feeling. I, I don't want to show right. up to my my meetings with Jesus or mm-hmm. my life unprepared. So that same fear was. Was uh is is one that I've dealt with for a long time, and and he's he's growing me, and uh, mm. this this move to York was just a new chapter in exposing that there's still yet more work to be oh, done. Yeah. Absolutely, and being afraid of losing that that control. So yeah, I I really I appreciated just the um kind of the logical steps throughout this message. You know, just walking through. Um, Fear to gladness to mm-hmm. mission being filled with power yeah. and kind of walking through that and 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 for me you know like I was I was with you and and I'm like yeah you know and this is it and and then recognizing that my my pride or my fear probably as weird as that sounds yeah. um, you know that letting go is the best thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when you'll experience more power, right? For mission, and mission is what I love. Yeah, like that, that's your that's your bread and butter. That's your it is, life. and yet and yet I allow myself yeah. myself to get in the way. Oh yeah, which is so crazy because the best times I've ever had in life are when I let go. Right. You know. So uh, yeah, it's just wild. It's good stuff though. Really and I want to reemphasize that that letting go could we use the word like out of control or like not having control or like, and so I want to just clarify that just for everyone mm-hmm. listening that, that mm-hmm. we're not uh, advocating some bizarre out of order unruly revelry mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know in, in the Holy Spirit it's I mean we're in the demonstrating the gospel series so whatever people's experiences or my own experience with the Holy Spirit has been mm-hmm. in the past um, the I, more than you know we think about the tongues as being miraculous and healing and it is 100 mm-hmm. percent to overcome fear to be a representative or an ambassador for christ in the power of the spirit mm. for me is far more terrifying <laughs> is especially you know not knowing people's responses and so mm. forth i think that's really where we're we're kind of focusing on, on the power of the spirit and that he has a big mission to send us on yeah, I, I think it's really it's going to look different for all of us. I mean, like you said, out of control. I'm not, I'm not promoting a bohemian lifestyle. Yeah. You know, everyone thinks I'm a hippie. You totally uh, are. You know, okay, maybe. <laughs> but because for me, a lot of times, um, giving up control for me means more order. Okay, okay. Unpack that a little bit. Well, like rule of life, like being uh-huh. more consistent and 
in like taking pauses throughout the day, like daily offices, things like that. It's giving up control of my schedule uh, okay, because yeah. I like to live on the loose. I like right. to live flexing and flowing. And, and, and in those moments, God says, is that the healthiest for you? Mm. What's the best for you in staying connected to me? And so where some people need to ease up on their schedule or let him have more control. For me, he wants to have control of my schedule. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, and so the word he keeps bringing me back to lately is trust, you know, yeah. is do you trust me? Because mm. if you trust me, I, you'll know I won't do anything bad for you. Right. And, and so I have to go, okay, this doesn't. Like, you know, I don't, I don't love constricting schedules. I don't love, you know, you know, but, <laughs> but I find that in moments and he, and what he does isn't ugly. Like he doesn't right. force me into some mold that's gross. When I walk in what he's asking me to, it's good, you know, and I just have to be careful not to say, okay, this is what God wants now. Yeah. And I'm still in control, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm trying to, no, it's just really, it's really letting him be the one. Yeah. And that's when I find myself, like my mother-in-law would say, having many divine appointments. Yeah. Because he's moving me around mm. and and he's adjusting my schedule. So that's where I kind of want to stay. And so that's kind of Sunday where he had me and he just said, you know, will, will you let me have you again? Yeah. You know? And I think that's an everyday thing is. Oh, yeah. It's again and again and again, again. and again. Yeah. So, I think that, that actually transitions to, uh, we'll kind of wrap it up here before I have some final yeah. thoughts. But um, with the individual... Uh, practice in the mm, in the mm, practice guide mm. uh, we were going over it well yeah uh, more or less in our community group on whatever day that was Monday and it has exactly what you're saying it was saying hey get up in the morning and just maybe for you to start or you us anyone to start your day by saying just come Holy Spirit mm. and what are you gonna do mm. kind of just take a minute or two and then pause somewhere in the middle of your day and say all right Holy Spirit, you know, what more do you have for me? And I'm not quoting the practice guide perfectly here, but what more do you have or what, what are you doing right now that I can be involved in? Where can my eyes be looking? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, take a minute or two and say, oh, you know, Holy Spirit, what have you done? Let's celebrate that. Thank mm-hmm. you for doing what you've done and or correcting my path or, or whatever. I think that's a good way of training our minds to say, okay, the Holy Spirit is actually uh, uh, the, 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 the one, the person inside of you that's animating your mission and mm-hmm. to be aware of that. So I think that's no, that's great stuff. I love it. So, any other thoughts on your end? I think we're good. That's good good stuff. Yeah, cool. Really good. Awesome. Well, I hope that you all are increasingly, increasingly aware of how God has first loved you, Mm -hmm. that you would receive that and bask in that, and then turn around and love the world around you. Mm -hmm. Have a great day, and I will uh, be with you tomorrow for another podcast for the week.